Welcome to Zoom O'Clock with your host, Tessie Anthony de Nassau. This podcast brings you enlightening discussions with leading experts and public figures directly to your ears. Incredible Tessie Anthony de Nassau. Tessie is a renowned advocate for global health and women's rights. Through her dedication to numerous organizations, Tessie works to benefit the sustainable development goals and other pressing global issues. It is, oh my gosh, issues. Tessie has founded many organizations actively seeking to better the world, including Finding Butterflies Consultancy and Professors Without Borders. Tessie has also received too many humanitarian and achievement awards to count and holds honorary degrees from multiple universities. We'll let Tessie take the reins herself in just a minute, but first we want to let you know that you may have the opportunity to ask Tessie some questions at the end of her speech. Please drop those questions in the comment or live chat section of the Facebook Live, and we will relay them to her given time. Without further ado, we are so, so thankful to have such an impressive speaker here with us today. Thank you, Tessie, you have the floor. Thank you so, so much for the wonderful introduction. So distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, of course, and dear students of the Model MUN at Bruin MUN. It is such a delight to be asked to give the keynote speech today to all of you. When I was first asked to deliver this keynote, I was instantly catapulted at my own experience and memories while studying my high school years, my university years, all of which were formative years that have created the Tessie I am today. I thought about how to start this keynote best, and one topic came straight to my mind, the extraordinary two years we all had witnessed and experienced in our own rights, a, a pandemic that has left our lives and the world as a whole changed forever. We have all been put to the test by asking ourselves, what is our future? What will we be doing differently after the numerous lockdowns? What will need to change to accommodate the needs of our fast changing and innovative society? The current health crisis is only one among many that humanity has experienced over the last centuries. Crises, despite their destructive nature at first, do have the potential to bring about change and innovation if a society and its leaders particularly are willing to change and are equipped with the right tools to sustain and foster that change. 2020 has been, to say the least, a very peculiar and uncertain year for all of us in our own ways, right? We have all seen the economies crash, civil unrest, famine, wars, political corruption, the decline of trust between leaders and nations, the lack of resources, the fall of mighty corporates, environmental crisis, the disimbalance of our society as we know it, and a health pandemic at its core, which has each and every one of us affected. These are all factors we see, feel, and hear about daily in the news, at home, at work, in politics, and so on. However, there are also hidden pandemics I want to mention today within this pandemic. Suicide, drug abuse, bullying and mobbing, and domestic violence. Each and every one of these are underreported, underfunded, and underaddressed topics influence the well-being of our communities, especially women. They are not unprecedented and surely not exclusive to developing countries and yet for some reasons remain a side factor to a society's decline instead of being recognized as main causes. The UN in particular has played a huge role over the last years in framing and questioning the ways we are all living in our societies. To quote the UN, the COVID-19 pandemic is more than a health crisis. It is an economic crisis 
a humanitarian crisis, a security crisis, and a human human rights crisis. This crisis has highlighted several severe fragilities and inequalities within and among nations. Coming out of this crisis will require a whole of society, whole of government, and a whole of the world approach driven by compassion and solidarity. But what does this new world post-pandemic look like for all of us now? I'm a mother of four children, one of them being only nine weeks old. I have three teenagers, one of them being almost 16 years old, the same age as some of you are, some of you, of course, much older as well, at a point where you slowly start to get involved into the political arena. I talk to my sons in particular and ask them about what they think their generation needs to do in order to take a stand in today's political arena. And one phrase came up over and over and over again. You are never too young to get involved. There is no age to change the world for the better. And the only limitation to all of this is our own mind. In the words of Margaret Whitley, Leadership is a series of behavior rather than a role of heroes. In the words of Himanashu Bhatia, I hope I I said that right, as a leader, it is a major responsibility on your shoulder to practice the behavior you want others to follow. So what are the key values that you as a future leader are fostering? Think about it. The model MUN has helped me personally to learn how to deal with opposing views of others, how to argue in favor of the topics close to my heart, and how to stand up for those who need it the most, the vulnerable, the oppressed, the forgotten. It was a critical learning for me. Was I scared the first time I needed to represent my allocated country of the model MUN simulation? Yes, big time. I remember my legs shaking, my voice was a bit shy, and my mind being overstimulated with thoughts which I could not express in the entirety at once. I felt kind of though reborn, arrived at the destination of the beginning of my future career, at a podium in front of an audience speaking my mind, being there for others, stepping into the footsteps of my father, also a man practicing politics since more than two decades. Model MUN was for me an exciting time, a time of growth, a time of change of mind, a time of challenge. It was also a time to meet new fellow Model MUN participants, some of them still today being good friends and people I ask for advice. Let me give you an example which illustrates why we need you all as future leaders. I was 25 years old when I was participating as Luxembourg delegate at the big NATO Supreme Allied Command transformation in Norfolk, Virginia. I was a military, I'm a military veteran. I was in the military for roughly six years. Wow, what a feeling that was for me to be there. At first, everyone really actually thought I was there to pour the coffee and take notes. I was accompanied, of course, by a male military colleague. At the opening of, this, of the conference, a now dear friend, General Jean-Paul Palomeros, the Supreme Allied Command Transformation Chief, opened the conference with the lyrics of the national anthem of my beloved Luxembourg. That was great. The feeling I had was just insane. Can you imagine a room full of generals and distinguished guests? And there was me, right? Little Tessie, barely 26 years old, in front, in the front row, kind of, I was like kind of hiding uh, behind the little Luxembourg flag, which they put on top of the table just in front of me. 
A long silence took the room, followed by a shift of heads towards me by all of the other delegates. I knew this is the moment to shine, the moment to make my country proud, the moment to either speak or be silent and lose kind of the opportunity to gain respect from the room forever. I choose to speak, stood up, stood up and welcomed everyone coming from far and close. This moment was monumental for my career. It followed by days of intense diplomatic meetings, photo ops and radio interviews. The question for me to you now is, are you ready to stand up and take a stand today? The beauty of Model MUN is that it is a platform to learn, to experience new things and to get to know yourself and your strengths and weaknesses a bit better. All in a safe environment with teachers and mentors who want only the best for you, for you to succeed. Keep in mind that in the words of Suzanne Schrenk, Schenk, while education and talent are extremely important to attain success, nothing can replace persistence and determination. All the experience you are accumulating through Model MUN and other activities you are participating in will only get you so far. Your work ethics, ambitions and drive will be crucial to get you to the end. A lot of people always tell me, wow, you lived the life of an 80-year-old woman. It humbles me to hear that. Yet my reply each time is one, must be the concealer, right, ladies? And then do not think that it was easy. I worked and work days, nights, weekends, and continue to do so. You are all young, have energy and drive. Take advantage of that and accumulate as much experience as you can, because this will make you stand out compared to the competition you will face when it comes to get that job of your dreams. Nowadays, with the huge education inflation, we all have degrees of some sort, I all have amazing GPAs. Hence, experience and going the extra mile will make you stand out and make the difference at the end. I like this metaphor. It's kind of like, you know, you want to buy a Coke in a vending machine. That one penny missing will hinder you from getting that Coke because the machine will not give it to you, right? So as that extra experience of that you have experienced, right, or that you have not considered that your competition have will make the whole decision. Another lesson I learned at a very young age is that, yes, there will always be then competition, right? We're living in a world which is very competitive, but that there is also need for collaboration and to support one another. In the words of Melinda Gates, if you are successful, it is because somewhere, sometime, someone gave you a life or an idea that started you in the right direction. The United Nations is one of these incredible platforms of collaboration. No other institution around the globe brings together countries, traditions, and people the way the UN does. It is certainly true that also the UN has its flaws and its weaknesses, but nothing can be changed more effectively than being involved in the works of it. Criticizing it for its flaws is easy, but the real spark is to change it from within. Hence, being part of the model MUN from a young age on can help you understand its framework, the work it has that it is doing and the issues it tries to address. Let us foster more dialogue in order to generate these ideas and give hope that change is possible by leading with example, especially when it comes to being institutional and business leaders. I believe in you. 
With Corona having disabled us to travel and connect physically, it is even more important to be online. Being online opens doors and gives access to people far from you. Use this new reality by being positive and foster constructive dialogue. Why am I saying this? Now more than ever, we also experience negativity online, right? Some people use the social media to vent, to bully. You cannot change that. The only thing you can do is to be different and make a positive impact. It is easy to be negative. However, it is much more rewarding to be kind, engaged, supportive, and positive. I gave a TED Talk called The Three Pillars of Magic. Google it. You will find it on YouTube when you Google me, if you're interested. Use my three pillars of magic. One particular exercise I would encourage all of you to try. Try for a month to meet every week, let's say, three people. These can be your neighbor, butcher, the person sitting in the bus next to you, a family member you don't really ever talk to. Take notes and see how your mind changes, your thoughts expand, and your network grows. It's really fun. In the words of a female leader, leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence. Let us be these leaders who support, care, question, and advocate for the world we dreamed of as children there would be, and for the world we can change for the better if we work together and use the right tools by adding every week at least one chair to our personal table of change. Thank you so much for letting me speak, and let me finish with another yet fabulous female leading quote. We must believe that we are gifted for something, and that this thing or at whatever cost, must be attained. Don't compare yourself to others. Be you, your life, your dream, your skill, your contribution, your leadership for change. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for an amazing speech. Um, we unfortunately have time for like one question. So one that I saw that I wanted to ask was that, um, or wait, well, we saw that we did want to request was like, I guess personally, maybe um, one thing that I feel is always tough is like the first step of getting involved, um, especially like when we're working in like the political atmosphere. And I just wanted to ask if you could answer in like a minute or two, just because of time, always time. But um, how, what was like your first step and how do you encourage other young, passionate future leaders to like get involved in however they want, either their community or in just like on a greater level of the global issues that affect us right now? Yes, of course. It is true that um, not everyone will like what you're going to do, right? And that's okay. The one thing I always have done is that I have never taken no for an answer. So if I wanted something, I was trying, trying my best and putting the right tools in place. Meaning, for example, I have uh, my Zoom o'clock, yeah, my podcast, um, which you also find on Google. And there I have leaders... Some of them I have never met in person. We're not friends. I literally just found them on Instagram and I wrote them a direct message. Was I sure that they would reply to me? Absolutely not. I was more about they will never reply than they would get back to me. But, you know, what, what do I have to lose, right? A no, I'm okay with no. So that is something you can apply at all age. If you want to go somewhere, if you want to attend a conference, if you want to get some advice by some people that inspire you, just write them. You have so many channels of doing so. Um, you have 
emails all over online that you can reach, even if it's just secretary of people. I think there's there's so many leaders who have also started that way that they just wrote an email or a letter to one of their um, inspirations and they got replies, right? So I think it's really just to get out of your shell and do the impossible. Write people you don't know who inspire you and see what happens, right? Um, so that is definitely one thing that I have always done. Then also, um, I also uh, wrote um, to magazines where I saw articles and some that I didn't like, political articles, for example. And I said, I don't agree with you. This is, uh, this is maybe have you considered it like that? This is quite a view that you're only considering this. Have you considered that? Would there be a possibility of a debate? And not always did I get a reply, of course. But hey, I did get some replies and there was amazing roundtables that came from it where we actually had some really good ideas and some of them actually made it to political leaders also in Luxembourg, where I'm from, where people were actually considering that to change the society for the better. So um, yeah, just take that stand. Just go for it. No is the worst you can get. And I think we have no we can all live with, right? Amazing. Um, thank you so much. And just generally, just thank you for speaking. Um, it was super illuminating and it was great having you here. Um, just in the interest of time, I'm going to keep going. Um, if you have, um, would you be able to either like, um, is there a way people can like follow you on like, social media or anything if they want to like get to know more? Yes, of course. Yeah. If, if you have more questions, I'm sure people will have more questions. And also, I have also recorded the talk. If people want to see it, I will put it on YouTube and on my Zoom o'clock, um, Spotify and Apple podcast for people to review in case they missed it. And if you have any questions, just write me on my Instagram. It's Tessie underscore from underscore Luxembourg, a direct message. I will answer them myself and I always look at my messages. So uh, that's a good opportunity to get in touch with me. Okay. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so to continue, um, super quickly, um, let's see, let me share my screen super quick. Thank you for listening to this Zoom O'Clock. We hope this discussion was insightful and has provoked some new ideas for you. Please share and subscribe. If you'd like to keep in touch with your host, you can find her on Instagram under Tessie underscore from underscore Luxembourg and on Twitter under Tessie underscore DE.